In a world where good news is hard to find, WAVA and One Heart DC present Good News for the City. We're here to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ and what his body, the church, is doing to spread this good news in the Washington, D.C. metro area, including Northern Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. As Jesus said in John 17, Father, that they may be one just as we are one. Welcome to Good News for the City. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Greetings, folks, and welcome to Good News for the City, the radio broadcast ministry partnership between WAVA Radio and One Heart DC, right here on Life Changing Talk Radio, 105.1 FM, WAVA. My name is Dennis Williams. I'm director of ministry for WAVA Radio, and I want to welcome you to today's broadcast. Well, you know what, folks? Since pastors always seem to be there when we need them, thank God for them. They're there for our spiritual direction and encouragement. Sometimes it it can be easy to take them for granted. The truth is that our pastors are exhausted, and they work 55 to 75 hours a week on call 24-7, consistently putting the needs of their congregations before themselves and sometimes even their own families. There is a huge toll on their souls that affects all aspects of their lives and their ability to serve as God intends them to. Well, the Barna Group recently published some research concluding that 38%, this blows me away, guys, 38% of U.S. pastors have thought about quitting full-time ministry in the past year. Of course, the challenges of COVID-19 and uh, um, everything that's been going on, the rapidly changing culture on spiritual landscape have contributed to those decisions. When our pastors reach a point where they can no longer continue, the church indeed falters. In fact, Although 4,000 churches are planted each year, about 7,000 close their doors. Makes me sad. Now is the time to come alongside our pastors. Something has to be done to address this growing crisis. Well, Scott Mucko and his project in partnership with One Heart DC aim to offer a solution. Today, we're going to discuss providing respite to pastors, pastors excuse me, and their spouses and helping pastors grow in their leadership so they can navigate life and ministry with health and greater faithfulness. And we want to talk about that because it's incredibly important to us. And of course, here to get us started to introduce our guest for the day is my good friend and co-host of Good News for the City, Pastor Brian Bales, Senior Pastor of Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn, Virginia. Good to see you, buddy. That's a mouthful, isn't it? It is a mouthful, but I think there's a lot of truth that's put there. Of course, you know, me being a pastor at Christian Fellowship Church, I have a unique experience that I can only say that it's about one person. But as I spend time with a lot of other pastoral friends, uh, we recognize that we have lived uh, in a very different world over the last 21, 22 months. And that's brought pressures to all kinds of people. Uh, it's brought people yes, yes. pressure in their homes. It's brought people in their pressure in their real estate development uh, situations. It's brought just about in every stage and place of life additional yes, pressures. Yes. And that does not escape uh, the opportunity um, of serving as a pastor. And certainly, I don't know that any of us were prepared, knew how to manage something that hadn't happened, particularly in our lifetime before. And I know that there's a lot of people out there, men and women who are serving faithfully at the church who are, you know, basically, I like to call it driving uh, with Braille. It means you're just sort of feeling their way because there's not yeah, really a playbook, yeah, even 20 sure. some months in there. And as anyone knows who's been in this moment, that there's so much that's unpredictable and there's so much that comes as a challenge. And so uh, certainly as a, as a pastor, as someone who has the privilege of doing that 
for most of my life. And then from time to time, you know, hopping on here with you at Good News for the City and doing this as well. Uh, my heart is certainly for what we're going to talk about today. And so you Amen. mentioned him already. Amen. Scott Stucco is the founder and managing director of the Stucco Group. Businessman who's acquired, developed, sold 50 plus single family, multifamily and commercial poly, uh, properties in over two decades or almost two decades. Rather, as a real estate developer here in the Washington metro area. Previously worked on Capitol Hill, served in all kinds of roles in church ministry. He's a bachelor's degree in international global studies from Colby College. Uh, but even more important than that is his track record as a developer. He's a kingdom entrepreneur who's using his business, as we're going to talk about today, to advance God's purposes right here in the Washington metro area and then even beyond. He has a heart for pastors, uh, and I'm certainly grateful for that. He desires to help them thrive in life in ministry. Also joining us today, uh, longtime listeners of the show will recognize this name, Howie Levin. Um, Howie is uh, the executive director of One Heart DC, uh, the co-sponsor of Good News for the City with WAVA. Uh, and he loves uh, cultivating potential leaders, connecting and mobilizing them for community transformation. The greatest example is One Heart DC, which is a collaboration of over 750 churches, nonprofits and businesses in the Metro Washington, D.C. region. There's a whole lot more I could say about Howie that I've said in the past. I'm just going to skip right now and get to get to the other good stuff about him. Uh, that uh, besides being a founder and principal in several businesses focused on leadership, uh, he graduated degrees from uh, MIT and Capital Bible Seminary, which means he has a breadth of experience both in the corporate world and also uh, in the world uh, that Dennis, you and I exist in a lot in, and that is uh, the world of what I like to say professional ministry. Note that word professional, because all of us, when we do what God has called us to do, are in ministry. Uh, that doesn't mean that I'm more in ministry, Dennis, or you're more in ministry than Howie is or Scott is. It just means that we're to live out our calling. And Scott, part of living out your calling is the things that we're talking about today. And so, you know, it's, it's interesting when we get a chance to talk to people uh, about certain things. I always wonder how God has brought people to certain places. And so yeah. for you, how has God guided your career path? Particularly, how has your heart, um, you know, been shaped to, to use your skill sets and use the gifts that God has given you to do work for kingdom purposes? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Brian and Dennis. You know, for this project, it started with a phone call and, and frankly, not the kind of phone call that I ever wanted to or expected to receive. You know, I, I was serving as uh, one of the elders at a church in Virginia, and mm -hmm. the phone call was senior pastor uh, at that church. And uh, he, he told me that he was going to have to step down to do some problems uh, going on uh, that he had. And it frankly came as a total shock. And so uh, over the next nine months, um, and, and we weren't a very large church. So over the next nine months, uh, the other elder and I had um, had uh, a little trial by fire in communicating some of these changes and uh, running a pastor search. So uh, I, I got a, a chance to to dip my toe into very briefly the the life of a pastor. And, and the Lord laid on my heart uh, just a love for pastors and their families. And I began praying um and thinking about how can we find a way so that this never happens uh, again to a pastor, uh, to a pastor's family, and to the church, and um, and also uh, how could I how could I somehow begin to bring together uh, the time that I've spent in real estate and my heart for pastors? So mm -hmm. I began to pray, 
I began to pray. That was the genesis of this project. Yeah, and it is amazing when we look at how God puts us in particular places at particular times and using the particular gift sets and skills he's given to make a greater kingdom impact. And you know, as you told the story, I think personally, I'm reminded of pastors that I know that live lives of quiet desperation. They haven't mm-hmm. found friends they feel like they can be accountable with or be encouraged by, or for some reason or another, they have bought into this idea that uh, their outside of their life has to be perfect. And so there's a whole lot of pressure that comes in. And many times in the midst of that pressure, uh, it winds up with some, some devastating uh, circumstances and outcomes and consequences. And so when God puts you within this opportunity to, to step in for those nine months and to get this sort of deeper understanding of just one aspect, again, of ministry, uh, how did you then begin to to begin to look for this opportunity? Because what we're going to talk about a little bit today is uh, you have this business opportunity with a property called High Tour, High and, Tour. and you want to use it to uh, serve not only the needs of the community, but also to bring to fruition that vision, that passion that God had placed in your heart about helping pastoral families. Right. So I, I was I was sitting uh, beginning early early last year, really starting to put together a lot of the pieces and. As I was planning, I, I said, Lord, I, I don't want to put all this together myself. And I put my pen down and I said, Lord, I really want you to, um, I, I don't want to hear from myself. I want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. And what became so clear was that um, what would be different about this project is that pastors and their families would be able to stay for free at this property. Mm-hmm. So as, as you guys know, um, a lot of the pastors don't have the money either in the church budget or in their personal wallets in the personal budgets to get away and stay for free. Yeah. So that really started one of the, you know, one of the, the tricks here is how do we g- generate sufficient revenue so that they can always stay for free? So uh, the, we, we began, our team began searching for a property that could generate revenues from three sources, from hosting weddings overnight stays and corporate retreats. And further, we needed a property that was pretty much ready to go, that, that had a history of doing that. And then we found this property, Hightower, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, we'll have a chance to maybe talk a little bit more about, but um, they've, been, they've been doing just that and it's a fantastic property. Yeah, and so Howie, I wanna bring you in if I can. I think that um, all of us who don't necessarily um, have knowledge or experience in other people's worlds and how they live. Like, I have no idea the stress that Scott goes through day in and day out. So it would be odd for me to say, hey, I understand what he needs. He needs this, that, or the other thing. I- I've got to spend time uh, in his world to have a better understanding about how to help. Now, Howie, one of the things that you do, and I know well, is that you spend the vast majority of your time working with ministry leaders, pastors specifically, um, as you've spent uh, much of your life, but certainly your time working with One Heart DC over the last six, seven years, an inordinate amount of time with pastors and leaders, what do you think drives their need for rest and the sharpening that uh, Scott uh, and his group is uh, offering for them in this opportunity? First of all, I often say that uh, pastors have amongst the hardest jobs on the planet. Um, you know, we see them on Sunday and, you know, it'd be easy to think, well, they're only working two right. hours a week, you know, or, you know, I've had a few people ask me, what do yeah. I do the rest of the week? 
Yes, exactly. And nothing, <laughs> no, nothing could be further from the truth. Um, you know, the one way to look at it is literally all the problems of humanity could potentially walk in your door 24 seven. Mm. And that's an incredible burden. And then you add the, the disruption we've seen with COVID and the social and political unrest, uh, you know, having to learn virtual church, uh, all these new things that have been uh, laid on pastors potentially to address. And then, uh, you know, we, we as everyday Christians, we've got our own issues in family and all the things of life, okay? They have that too. And so when you add it all up, there's an incredible amount of burden. And, okay, what's their job? Their job is to be uh, shepherds, directors, teachers, uh, disciple makers, responsible for the souls of, of uh, men and women and children in, in this country. And, and you say, well, how can you do it? And what LifeWay recently found is that 63% is a recent survey are literally overwhelmed, ready to hang up the cleats. And uh, Dennis had you know, indicated at the top of the show that has led to almost 40% of pastors wanting to uh, just quit this year. So it's a, it's a big problem. Uh, it's almost I, I, uh, the scripture comes to mind, 2 Corinthians 1.8. And this is Paul speaking, he says, we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself. But that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. On him, we set our hope. And I think that's what's going on. In spite of all these, these challenges, um, that's what pastors are doing. Uh, but uh, that stress can lead them in one direction or another. It can lead them closer or farther from God. And what we want to do is drive them closer. And you know, hey, Brian, you guys, ahead, when I was when I was still able to be, uh, and I'm and I'm back um, every other week now in D.C. But um, before COVID, um, you know, in my office in the WAVA studios, um, probably, and I think I've shared this with you a little bit, Brian. <clears throat> probably three to four times a year, guys, because I am a pastor, um, three to four times a year, um, I would have guys come in my office and just cry to me, man, and lay their head on my desk and say, dude, yeah. I can't do this anymore. And I would encourage them and, and, and give them some stuff. And send, so, Scott, dude, um, yeah. thank you and Howie for, I mean, this is a big deal. It's huge. Yeah, and Scott, I'm pretty sure, as it happens with the show all the time, that whether or not it's a pastor listening to it or someone else listening yeah. to it, that someone's going to pass it to somebody and say, hey, you should listen to it as a podcast, a little plug for the podcast. You can go to goodnewsforthecity.com yeah. and catch this later on if you uh, want to pass along to someone. So let's let's dig into that. Describe the high tour property. Uh, where is it? I believe it's out in Loudoun County, uh, you know, out here where I live uh, most of my life. And uh, it's a great place to do a lot of things you've talked about, but uh, you mentioned a little bit of the vision for the business and ministry activities will take a place that will take place there. Dig into that a little bit, if you would. Yeah, I, I will. It is, it is fantastic. And you guys will have to come out and see it. So high tour means high rocks mm -hmm. and it is an historic distinctive property in Purcellville, Loudoun County. Uh, it sits on 178 acres and it has accommodations for 20 people an event space for over 200. Mm -hmm. And as I mentioned before, pastors and their families will always be able to stay free. Yeah. That's what we'll, that's what we'll do there. And that's yeah. what we're really, that's what we're really excited about. And for those who are wondering how that would work or that sort of stuff, all I can do is speak from my personal experience. Yeah. Uh, I, you'd be amazed at how many weddings I perform in Percival. 
uh, out here in this particular area, the days of people getting married in their local church are almost non-existent anymore as much as they get married in these venues. They get married there and go straight inside and have the banquet, or they get married at the vineyard and go straight inside uh, in that way. It's just a lot of change, certainly, in the opportunities, uh, both to have a great wedding experience or conference experience or banquet experience has, has certainly uh, come up. But with any opportunity, there's certainly barriers as well for you as uh, as uh, the principal and founder, managed director of the Stucco Group or the, the Mucko Group. There you go. I did it. I, he taught me earlier on to say his last name. Uh, <laughs> it rhymes with Stucco. And there you go. Hey. I went and got it wrong. Thanks for the grace there. Yeah, uh, what I are some words. of the barriers and challenges other than having to talk to me about this process? <laughs> no, no, no worries, Brian. Um, so we, we see we see a few risks for for this project. The, the first, frankly, continues to be COVID and its many mm-hmm. variants. Um, however, you know, getaway type properties like this, especially ones with tons of outdoor space. I mean, there's 75 acres of fields and 100 acres of, of woods and trails. And also this one has an Olympic sized pool. I mean, we, we saw in in the pandemic previously that that folks love getting away to these properties. There's tons yeah. of outdoor space, tented areas uh, and, you know, barn for weddings. So uh, we think some of those risks regarding COVID are mitigated. Um, and the second risk we've seen, uh, you know, we see for this project is frankly bad reviews that sometimes sink properties. Mm-hmm. And we're able to mitigate that by not having a restaurant, at least initially on property for this retreat. Um, so, so those are two of the, you know, the main concerns. The economy is something we always watch, but, um, you know, there's not too much we can do about that in the meantime. So, yeah. uh, so those are our, our few, few risks we're watching. I think one of the interesting challenges is as believers um, that there's always risk, but there's certainly those moments where we feel like God is calling us into the risk. I'm always reminded that that God told Moses to go stand right at the edge of the Red Sea, which militarily was a horrible, horrible decision from a risk standpoint. But God knew something that Moses didn't know. And Moses knew that God knew something he didn't know, and he was willing to trust him. And so in those moments, we recognize risk, we recognize barriers, but we also step forward in faith when he calls us. Now, Howie, um, Scott is just one example, I know personally, of One Heart DC working with kingdom-focused marketplace professionals. As we think about um, what Scott is doing there through High Tour, and we think about how others might have an opportunity to use the gifts and skills and resources God has made available for them to make kingdom impact, what are some trends that you're seeing maybe uh, and how people are using uh, business in a way that might be a little bit different than some of our average listeners might think about. Well, first of all, I just have to say I love this brother, Scott, because uh, he's, a, he's a poster child for what I consider to be a new breed of marketplace professional. Uh, these are men and women who are using their gifts and talents um, uh, to the same ones that they, they use to build great companies for God's kingdom purposes. And I think there's a new realization. I don't know why it's happening. It's almost a revival like we saw, Brian, uh, in the early days of One Heart DC, where God Mm -hmm. just worked on the hearts of pastors, Uh, whether it be through COVID and seeing need uh, up front, the unacceptable realities in our area, the need for the gospel. Uh, But God, it's it's of God. God is working on the hearts of of men and women to do this. so what we're seeing are marketplace professionals like Scott stepping up and locking arms with pastors, other nonprofit leaders, um, and, and just 
it's kind of like I say this when you get the right people at the table around the right question, it's amazing what God does with that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I see happening. Um, we're seeing the uh, just uh, I, people figuring out how to work together and be the kind of church that I think Jesus envisioned when he, he, he really foresaw a more interdependent, more fully functioning church when he prayed that prayer in John 17. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I love that word interdependent and more functioning church. We get it way yeah. off base when we begin to talk about it. Like, like our church is our church. Yeah. First off, it's Jesus yes. church. It's not our church. Amen. And secondly, it's much bigger than any one local expression like Christian fellowship church in Ashburn or any other church in the Washington Metro area in that God's design is for us to work together. And so uh, I love that. Now, you know, people might be thinking about how does this actually fit within the mission of One Heart DC? I, I encourage you to hop on and to go to oneheartdc.org. And a lot of that will just be flat out pretty obvious uh, in that way. But um, also, Scott, though, I, I really just in these last several moments that we have together, I want you to just kind of maybe give me the, the pitch. You've been talking a little bit. And he's like, oh, I'm not here to sales pitch. I'm not asking to do that. But I think, you know, uh, like any good person who has a plan and development, like you've thought through, if I had a moment to share with people, boom, this is what the need is. This is what I'm asking. And here's your opportunity to look at. What what does that sound like uh, for you that our listeners would want to hear? Thanks, Brian, for that opportunity. Let me let me share what what we've been able to do here especially with this great partnership with with Howie and and One Heart DC when we found this property within a week of sharing this pitch deck with Howie about how we're going to be able to bless pastors and their families with rest at no cost i sent that pitch deck over to Howie and he said Scott this is something that's been on my heart Howie and One Heart DC, we're in partnership. They're going to be bringing 10, um, 10 pastors in leadership cluster retreats um, each month out to the property. That means um, 120 pastors over the course of each year will receive rest at this property at no cost. 120 pastors every single year. At an average, at an average of 300 people in the congregation for each church, that means 40,000 folks in the DC metropolitan area that attend churches will have pastors that are rested. And think of all the churches and the people that will be blessed by this. And that will be at no cost to them. So we'll have businesses blessed. We'll have people with gospel conversations on this beautiful property of High Tour. So yeah, it's just a if, wonderful partnership. So thank you, Brian, for that opportunity to share no, a little bit and more if about it. people are, are interested and they're not necessarily in professional ministry, their pastor, but they want to help support High Tour. There's a dinner coming up on January the 21st, right? Um, Howie, we can get information on that and going to oneheartdc.org. Is that correct? You can find that on the website or is there a different place to go? Uh, the best place would be to contact Scott. Uh, Scott, do you want to give your email address? Yes, my email is scott at ivandaleretreat.com. That's I-V-A-N-D-A-L-E retreat.com. Yeah, and if you go to the show notes when this gets posted onto uh, the website, uh, goodnewsforthecity.com, I'm sure it'll be right there, Dennis, and we'll continue to have an opportunity to make a difference in in ways maybe we don't think about up front. And I just, uh, uh, my heart is full to hear this, guys, and I'm 
grateful to all of you, grateful to God for his wisdom and giving you wisdom. So I'm just grateful to that. Folks, you heard it. Hey, Scott Howie, first of all, thank you guys. Thank you all. We love you and thank you. Um, you heard this, man. What an amazing thing to do for pastors and therefore churches and congregations. Uh, let me give you Scott's email one more time. Scott at IvandaleRetreat.com. That's Scott at IvandaleRetreat.com. You can also go to OneHeartDC.org, of course, OneHeartDC.org. You can listen to this again at GoodNewsForTheCity.com. That's GoodNewsForTheCity.com. Or you can always call me at the radio station, 703-807-2266. Hey, guys, thanks again. God bless you all, folks. Thank you for joining us today. See you again next week. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Thank you for joining us and listening to Good News for the City, a gospel partnership between WAVA and One Heart DC. This is a partnership, movement which celebrates and seeks to accelerate the move of the gospel into the Washington, D.C. metro area. It is our prayer that through this radio broadcast ministry of good news for the city, we will see transformed lives and communities and more and more people responding to the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to help bring unity to Bible-believing people and churches in order to multiply our impact in our city, and we would love for you to join us. You can learn more at goodnewsforthecity.com. That's goodnewsforthecity.com. Or you can go to wava.com keyword good news. Or you can call us at 703-807-2266. 703-807-2266. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way.